0: Arctic summer sea ice falls dangerously low again.
1: We are currently seeing the second lowest ice extent across the Arctic that we have ever seen.
0: How our warming climate affected this year's summer season in the UK.
2: This warming trend we see both in terms of the extreme weather and the heat waves and the high temperatures, but also in those more inclement summer days.
0: And another spike in heat primed to hit us next week.
3: Temperatures start to rise on Sunday as the weather front across the northwest slowly heads away to the north and waft up some southerly winds, which will bring a warming trend. It's
0: Friday the 11th of September and you're listening to WeatherSnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir and this is WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Summer across the Arctic Circle has seen some exceptional heat. The Siberian heat wave during June was followed by unusually high air temperatures across the central Arctic Ocean through July, associated with high pressure centred to the east of Siberia. As of last week, the Northwest Passage is largely open, but some ice remains. The northern sea route along the Siberian coast remains open. Minimum sea ice tends to be around this time of year, mid-September, so how low will it be? Here's Met Office climate scientist Ayesha Tandon.
1: We are currently seeing the second lowest ice extent across the Arctic that we have ever seen. So September 2020 is the second time in the modern record that Arctic sea ice extent has ever dropped below 4 million square kilometres.
0: When have we seen in the last few years the lowest ice extent?
1: We saw it in 2012. We saw one year where it was lower than now, so it dropped to about 3.4 million square kilometres, and that was due to some storms that happened that year over
0: the Arctic. So it's not just a combination of heat, but it's also the wave action and wind action which breaks up the ice further. There are lots of different
1: things that can affect the ice extent in the Arctic, So the Arctic is very sensitive to changes in temperature, to wind, uh, to lots of natural variation that can happen year on year. And so if you look at the year on year changes in Arctic sea ice, you'll see that it might look a bit random. But if you then look at longer term trends, so for example, comparing the last 10 years that we've seen to the 10 years, say 40 years ago, then you start to see a very clear pattern that sea ice is declining. And that's because of the long-term heating that we're seeing due to climate change.
0: And now we're anticipating what's going to happen next week when we normally arrive at around the the lowest extent of sea ice every year.
1: Why is it later than solar radiation? Sea ice extent increases and decreases throughout the year. So we usually see the maximum sometime around March and then we'll see the minimum sometime around September. And that's because of the interaction between the solar radiation and the ice. So ice is very reflective. When the sun shines on it, a lot of it bounces off. But throughout the warm period of the summer, that ice is going to start to melt as the sun heats it up and the ocean absorbs even more radiation, making it even hotter. You get this cycle that the ice melting causes even more ice to melt. And that's why we tend to see the minimum of sea ice sometime around the middle of September.
0: So we're looking towards next week and the climate scientists, not only here in the Met Office, but across the world are anticipating how low would it go.
1: When can we find this information out? Well, on the Met Office website, every single month throughout the summer period, so June through September, October. The Met Office scientists produce these reports, giving a very clear summary of what is happening in the Arctic. So these can be found on the Met Office website under the Sea Ice Briefs section, and it will be uploaded sometime next week. Thank you very much, Aisha Tandon.
0: We also saw some high heat across the UK this past summer, August, in particular, was a month of extremes, as Dr. Mark McCarthy
2: explains. The summer overall, we saw temperatures kind of averaging out to come in slightly above average overall, particularly in the southeast. But this was warmer than average in June and August, a bit cooler through July. All three months of the summer were wet with less sun than normal. But those statistics and those averages for the season mask out some really notable weather that occurred During the summer and particularly in August. So, some of those highlights include the exceptional heat wave in early August, where we saw a run of days where temperatures somewhere were getting above 34 and on several days above 35, which was quite notable. Right at the end of July, 31st of July, we had the third warmest day on record for the UK, reaching 37.8 Celsius. But we also saw some notable weather events. So two very notable named storms occurring in August. Uh, These were amongst the most notable August storms of the last 50 years. There certainly are historical precedents for some of the temperatures we've seen. We have noticed that our summers are getting warmer on average overall. So one way we can look at this is looking at the type of weather we're experiencing. So this was quite a wet summer. We had quite a lot of unsettled weather during the season and quite high rainfall totals. And normally with a a sort of summer that wet, we generally tend to expect it to have been a bit cooler than it has been. This warming trend we see both in terms of the extreme weather and the heat waves and the the high temperatures, but also in those more inclement summer days uh, might be warmer now than they used to be. We did see quite a few very notable intense downpours, and some of those caused significant impacts, um, particularly, say, in northeast Scotland uh, in early August, some torrential downpours. It's difficult with the data to really be able to say definitively that we have seen a trend or we're seeing an increase in these type of summer convective storms because by their very nature they're somewhat sporadic and very difficult to sort of pull out robust statistics on that. However that is something that we do expect to change as a consequence of our warming climate. So we could expect that when some of these thunderstorm events do occur they may be that bit more severe than in the past. That was Dr Mark McCarthy, the Science Manager of the National Climate
0: Information Centre here at the Met Office. Before we find out more about the heat which will affect the UK into next week, here's the latest on hurricane season. An intense area of storms from West Africa to the Ivory Coast this past few days has produced flash flooding, river flooding and landslides. This is part of a packet of African easterly waves which will spawn another tropical storm. This one will be named Sally as it develops further into the weekend. Currently tropical storms Rene and Paulette sit across the mid-tropical Atlantic. We are in peak hurricane season and this year has been unusually lively. Sally will be the 18th storm of the Atlantic season and the earliest S to be named. So far, there have been five hurricanes and one major hurricane, Laura, that hit Louisiana as a Cat 4 last month. One reason for such a prolific year is the high sea surface temperatures, also the onset of La Nina, which has reduced the vertical wind shear further across the tropical North Atlantic Ocean, allowing these storms to form readily. For more details, check out the National Hurricane Centre's website or our own Met Office Storm's Twitter feed. Now here's Alex Deacon with the latest weather for the weekend and into next week.
3: There's plenty to get through weather-wise over the next few days and into the early part of next week. You may have already heard temperatures are on the rise, a return of summer, especially early next week. But before then, we have to consider some very wet weather this weekend, especially in western Scotland. There'll be heavy showers through Friday night and into Saturday in the far northwest. And then weather fronts get going. And a sequence of weather fronts through late Saturday, which will continue into Sunday, could cause some problems. Over the highlands of Scotland, we're looking at quite a lot of wet weather. There is a I Met Office yellow warning in force that could cause some local flooding and certainly some disruption to transport. So... A very wet spell over the far northwest, but elsewhere, much of the weekend, set fair, dry and fine. We'll see some spells of sunshine, a bit more cloud across the south on Saturday, and temperatures around about, or perhaps a, a touch above average on Saturday. Then temperatures start to rise on Sunday as the weather front across the northwest slowly heads away to the north it will waft up some southerly winds, which will bring a warming trend. Sunday's a sunny, fine day for much of the UK away from the far northwest. And then Monday and probably Tuesday as well, seeing those temperatures rising further. How warm will we get? Well, Sunday's high likely to be somewhere between 24 and 26 degrees. We could be up to the high 20s on Monday, 29 possibly even 30 degrees across parts of the southeast on Tuesday. Now, with the warmth comes the threat perhaps of some thundery showers later on on Tuesday. So, as I said, plenty to talk about. And even beyond that, the influence of the active hurricane season making the uncertainty increase as we go into the middle and latter part of next week. As I said, plenty to keep your eyes peeled on. Make sure you stay up to date with the very latest from the Met Office. Before I go, let's have a look at the weekly weather extremes. These are the extremes from Monday the 31st of August to Sunday the 6th of September. The highest max occurred at Manston in Kent with a temperature of 23.2 Celsius. That was on the Thursday. The Highlands of Scotland have had some chilly nights. Equally cold in Aboyne and Braemar during the early hours of Tuesday morning where temperatures dropped to minus 0.4 Celsius. The highest amount of daily sunshine that was recorded at Lowick in Shetlands. That was on the Monday where we had 13.1 hours. And the most rainfall in one day through the week was on Wednesday the 2nd of September when Dundrennan in Dumfries and Galloway received 49.4 millimetres.
0: Thank you, Alex. That's it for WeatherSnap. I'm Claire Nazir and producer this week is Adrian Holloway. The Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.